But so like, uh, do you remember still what what I was talking? Yeah, about? yeah, of course, of course. And you remember your reaction? My reaction. Um, well, you you are talking about um, restrictions. Yeah, restrictions. The ingredients. Yeah, the ingredients that are um, um, making restrictions, and they come from the books, of course. Um, the author, the um, creator of, and the the, the the person who invented James Bond being Iron Fleming on the one side, and then the previous movies, of course. Mm. Um, um, and indeed, no Bond movie can ever be made um, without taking these into account. Yeah. And um, and then there are the yeah the um, something very unique about Bond is indeed he changes for is he changes in um, it's it's different actors mm -hmm. for instance it's different time it's going back and going further. Now we're in the beginning of Bond, getting his double O status. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, uh, there is high tech internet technology and this stuff. It doesn't, it doesn't, it's not, it's... There's no chronological order no, in the movie. It's wrong. Yeah. You cannot make, there is no way of making it uh, ex uh, understand. Yeah, Don't try to, indeed. Yeah. There's no way. But is there that same thing in the books? Could you make the books in the chronological order? Yeah, I do think. Well, and there is less. Um, it's more like well, you got this secret agent, mm. you got this villain, and you got um, a situation like the books were written in the Cold War. Yeah. Um, and for this, well, you got these very specific enemies. Like mm -hmm. there, a lot of times it's. It's a more East Europe. Yeah, <laughs> East Europe and Russia. Yeah. It's it's a communist thing. It's America against. Yeah. Um, that was also like when I see the movies, I always think Bond with Russians. Yeah. Somehow yeah. always fits together Russian enemies and Bond. That's of course because the the books were written in this time in which Ian Fleming himself was a secret agent yeah. and he was fighting against the communist. Yeah. In fact, he got this, um, now I'm going into Ian Fleming very shortly, he got his first uh, like global importance and, 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 and um, people got to know him mm -hmm. globally because of um, his ability to speak Russian. Yeah, yeah. And he was a reporter reporting yeah. about yeah, this, this um, uh, news flash. Yeah. He was the first to announce, I don't know what, very, something very important mm. done or decided by, I think, Stalin. And yeah. So he was in the middle of it and he, uh -huh. and he knew the relationships and he knew mm. the way people, um, yeah, and, and, and intelligence uh, services uh, worked. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's 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 totally inflicted in the story. Yeah, and you put it and also like 
to mention, like I forgot to mention before, but it fits here, is about the the reality, like compared to other superhero uh, fantasies. Uh, of of um, it, with James Bond is that it's um, it's there is more connection to reality than with other like Spider-Man or Superman or Batman. Like Batman is way off, like totally absurd mm. story to for somebody to do that. But with James Bond, there is actually is MI6 and secret agency and that that building. Like I didn't realize it, but the building they saw in the Daniel Craig movies, it actually is that oh, yeah. MI6 building. Ah. That's crazy reference to reality. Yeah, true. To, to real events and real people and stuff like that. And so, so it's not that crazy that James Bond is who he is, like he's that he's a 007 agent. And so there is more grounded reality in that. So it makes it also like believable and mm. make you feel like, yeah, you you could be also yeah. 007. Yeah, indeed. Again, it is. Doomed. Oh, yeah. Although I read that was it with Skyfall or something because they had advertisement very quickly. I try to say that uh, they had. At the advertisement for Skyfall, um, I think it was with Skyfall, uh, and the the actual MI6, because they are a real place, a real agency, and they actually have agents, and they recruit agents, so they have to be a little bit transparent to say to the world, like, hey, there's job openings. Mm -hmm. Somebody just died or whatever. Uh, we have yeah. place for new agencies, mm -hmm. uh, agents to come in. And, uh, so uh, actually they made like a, a reference to the Bond movies in their advert where they actually kind of distanced themselves from the movies. Like this is not how it actually works. You oh. know, don't come in expecting you're a Bond or something that it's completely different job and it's reality and something like this. And okay. they had a very special campaign uh -huh. uh, to do about it. So it's very interesting that I am Fleming wanted to make this connection and make this reality ground uh, for it, source for it. But then the reality itself wants to also establish that it is a fantasy mm. that, you know, like it is, it is a certain escapism, you mm. know, mm. so it's a very interesting middle ground of yeah. how to, how to deal with that, that reality aspect in it. Well, I don't have to tell you that ordinary life is not, <laughs> I mean, it's not that exciting, uh, you have to uh, have your people, your audience, of course, but, um, but so, yeah, sorry, where you were talking about Ian Fleming. Well, it is, this was a side trick as well. I was talking about, you were talking about um, the restrictions yeah. in the both books and films and you were talking in the end of uh, maybe having a black bond at a certain time oh you they were already uh no no no, no. You, were mentioned. You, you you mentioned it yes 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 you this did. is a big thing about this is a big thing yes first of all i'm a big fan of the idea yeah it should be it should be possible because the character is changing um Totally, mm -hmm. you cannot. There is no way of of, of you sh and you shouldn't compare okay. uh, Sean Connery with. Um, I'm using Sean Connery always because he's the original, yeah. the real Bond. But now Daniel is well, he's a big competitor. Mm -hmm. um, but they're so different in 
in many things mm -hmm. there is the ingredients and they st stick to it mm -hmm. but then apart from it it's it's they wouldn't be friends it's the same guy but they, they would be they yeah. wouldn't be they wouldn't it wouldn't if they were on, on the same table they would ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so they do change it a little bit. They, yeah, they, yeah, they, they do. They cannot stay with that same bond. Mm -hmm. they, they, it also has to change with the time period, because Daniel Craig really pre represents also the modern way of thinking and modern society. And it, it, it's, it would be totally different to have that same Sean Connery, and maybe the audience wouldn't react the same way. No. And, and also the, the innuendos and the the. the the certain behavior is not maybe suitable for more an audience or something like we have to be a little bit let's say like uh, uh, politically correct yeah or something like that and so these kind of things affect the way it evolves and it has to evolve in a certain way yeah so anyways i like the idea and um, it would it would be a very nice um example of um, where we are in the world because this is one of the most popular things yeah uh, the, 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 the merchandising the marketing around bond it affects the whole world yeah and it's popular in every yeah every um, every country all over the world yeah yeah um, so in, in this way of speaking I would recommend the makers to um yeah to to um but how how would you think that it would be possible like what is the way they should go at it should they link it to daniel craig should they explain it should it be just suddenly we have black and they don't explain it in any way it's just a black guy yeah that's it or what is what 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 kind of new bond should be after daniel craig like your in your yeah. image First of all, there would not there would not be any explanation. Mm. It just changes. Yeah. Um, no explanation. No. Everybody fills it in for for him or herself. Um, and um, this is just a new reality. And also, it is actually a matter of details. It it it's not important. The yeah. the looks of James Bond. Yes, it is important as long he has to be, let's say, um, handsome. Mm. Uh, he has to have charm. He um, he has to have style. These kind of things are very important. But yeah, but I mean, there is many many um, looks of style. Mm. There is so many. I mean color of skin doesn't make you more or less stylish of course and, yeah. and, and, and this counts for many things yeah um, then of course there is an in private without podcasting we've discussed it before I'll repeat myself um, of course there is this um, one thing that makes me well there's restrictions and I'm very, I'm a big fan of these um, staying, uh, remaining um, Bond the way he is. There is a, a kind of an, um, there is a beginning and an ending in the life of James Bond. 
Mm. James Bond will always um, be born mm. um, somewhere, let's say, 1920s. Mm. And he will always um, um, have this um, past. Mm. And he was part of this British family. Mm-hmm. Um, there are some things that are important for the story and for me right now the knowledge I, the knowledge I got about James Bond um, <coughs> um, maybe color of skin um, doesn't matter but maybe it does Maybe there are books written or films made in which this is um, unlogical. Mm. Because, uh, for example, uh, there is this relation between, um, let's say, James Bond and something crazy, um, Mm. the British um, royal family, Mm. let's say. Well, if this is the case, like there, um, first degree nephews of some t- somebody mm. it's difficult it's hard to explain and these are the little things I'm, s- I'm speaking g- in general now mm. you should um, take into account when mm. when when choosing a next James Bond but considering that like because we have been talking about these details and that they are sort of an extra when you look into the movies like that you don't necessarily like because how I even how I understood it again million times saying that I haven't seen the previous Bond movies but how I understood it is that Golden Eye for example was the one of the first movies where they actually started to refer to the past of Bond and they, they didn't do it in the earlier movies they don't really go into it it's just what he is now and his bondiness and you know his adulthood mm. they don't really there's no plot about him like he doesn't start talking and Peter Parson the Colonel is a really weird movie that it's kind of those first movies and now in Daniel Craig it's kind of part of the plot like in Skyfall like it's kind of well part part like you don't really like he could have gone to any place mm. it's not really that he has to like maybe in the Spectre it's the most because it's really about that childhood Mm-hmm. connection that is the motivation of the villain going back to the yeah, yeah so it's really about that past mm-hmm. and, but it's but even in that it's one specific element him becoming an orphan and that's it, not really his bloodline and let's say like uh, considering that these kind of details and references are more like a, an extra for people then we could have a bond black bond not really talk about his past yeah and then it's like left open and it's not important and it's it it, there could be a theory of connection or something but then just make the plot to do something besides that of what they have actually been doing in most cases not really it's not about Bond's past Mm -hmm. Bond movies usually it's about the action and adventure and all the other elements you know like what Bond classifies uh, as a because there's let's say that there's a bond canon there's a certain like let's because there there has because for example bond is british 
Mm -hmm. That's one very, very important restriction. Mm -hmm. And there is actually an American bond, which you showed me and I was in the end, it's so like crazy because bond is British, you know, and to have an American bond mm -hmm. and to have that, that swift, um, the way it, it feels that, that that bond is not part of the official bond. That nobody considers that as an official Bond movie. No. It's just one episode of a TV series, which was the first Bond characterization in, in cinema. But it's not part of our Bond canon. We don't never we never put that guy in next to Sean Connery and Timothy Dalton and Roger Moore and no, it's Craig. Like more like a parody than yeah. something. Yeah. So there is like so there's certain rules on how to have official Bond. Mm -hmm. And Considering how how much they choose to put into the plot or into the details his past or like these kind of details that make him white, for example, they could just leave it out more open. Yeah. And for example, if there is a connection with the royal family in the books, mm. then well, it hasn't not really been addressed previously in movies. It's not really been uh, not that I know of. Yeah, or, or I like yeah. and I works really great without him thinking that oh he's the cousin of the bring, uh, queen yeah. you know like it's not really important thing yeah, to know about that. it just see look I'm I'm saying for me it's very okay there's just this one thing for me that is important and it's also a, a way of looking at at the franchise and looking at Bond and uh, mo I'm sure a lot of people don't agree with me and, and they don't mind and I like Bond and I like the character and I like his style and I like yeah. his action. They don't care. And they don't care. Like... And, and, and they're right not, not to care. But, yeah, um, yeah. but for me, this is something that makes Bond different than other action movies. Mm. Um, it's, um, it's because, and I, 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 I know I've read that um, the producers uh, like the Broccoli family, for instance, they make, I mean, they think, well, it's not me, it's them. Yeah. And I'm following their idea of making Bond, well, it should be true to the past. Yeah. And I'm, I'm totally into this idea. And the one thing, the one argument against, um, let's say, drastic or uh, big changes into the story like for instance the change of of actor yeah from well in the it, it was five it's, it's five five like like now Pierce Brosnan going to Daniel Craig yeah for instance this is a big change mm -hmm. then there are some rules you should take into account mm. being British is one of them yeah. for instance and liking martina vodka uh, martini vodka yeah you cannot have like like non-alcoholic bond or no, something it would be really weird. yeah indeed so there are these and that's that's the thing that is in part and apart from from this very um um this selection of um characteristics mm. well i mean everything is po possible and everything should be possible and then I mean, th that's also uh, something that um, the makers of Bond want. Bond should be somebody to look 
um, up to, mm. and everybody should be able to put himself himself in the in in the embodiment of mm. Bond. So I, yeah. in this way of seeing of seeing of looking at Bond, mm. yeah, well, Bond should be black or yellow or red. <laughs> I mean. The color doesn't matter. It, it, it should be even interesting, like to have a Chinese James Bond. Yeah, and and it also addresses also like well, it's it's a certain modernization, because like nowadays it's it's much more usual and normal to have also different colored people, different mm. ethnic background. Uh, for example, America is is they have started to understand the fact that America is a melting pot of cultures and mm. ethnic. Mm-hmm. background and gene so it's very possible to have there in the films any kind of culture and keep it american you don't have to make it white and also england is very cultural place there's a lot of black people there mm-hmm. it's it's part of modern england society mm-hmm. maybe it has a background of slavery and all this stuff but like america mm-hmm. but modern situation is what it is and mm-hmm. It is totally normal, and we, we are not criminalize, uh, discriminating other people or shouldn't. And it becomes more more. And, and I think this kind of if, if a black bond would come, it would be very much like modernization, yeah. like a statement of some kind. And um, what I there I, I feel like an interesting link to the to the idea of a time period uh, 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 framing, the framing of time inside that story and universe is that there's a certain like um, because when you make a movie based on a specific time period then you come into the restriction of what you can do within that time period to stay it make it believable in instead uh, unless you make it an alternative universe let's say 12 years of slave uh, a slave movie in set in there. It has to kind of uh, at, uh, um, it has to uh, what is the word uh, address the fact of what is the circumstances of let's say black people in in that time. Mm-hmm. You know, in the Wild West, for example, and it's not pretty. And you, um, you it more or less that time period will start playing against with that that concept and that the, that uh, placement of that character and if if you go outside of this these borders you you start to make it like a little bit unbelievable or like weird and you know like for example like um like the treatment of women for example uh, or like when you put when you make uh, movies uh, set in the old times when Treatment of women, for example, is is was really for real. It was different. Then it is more understanding to have that in the movie. But when you are in the story, but when you put it in the modern context, it's a different situation, mm. and you, it is not allowed to have that kind of. So it is it it is the statement or the meaning of the movie becomes different. You know, it doesn't work the same mm. way. Maybe I'm talking about it very complex. No, no, but. I kind of see that same, you know, like thing in in Bond. Like when you put Bond into a specific time period, then you have to kind of address the fact of what is possible. Like when you, like if 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 in that time of when uh, in the Cold War, 
it, that it seems like Bond is always set around more or less that time period or like when Ian Fleming is with, like that's what you said earlier. Yeah, I'm talking about, yeah. Like, well, the books for sure are. Yeah, and that's kind of a certain frame work for that time period. Like yeah. we cannot have sci-fi Bond or something. Well, we had with the moon raker. Mm. We had that sci-fi Bond in a weird way, but it was old technology like this set in that time period still. Yeah. Um, wow, I understood it. Yeah. Uh, so to have a black guy or considering that that possibility if that's possible within that time period maybe that's important also like for yeah, them to, to see unless they really totally forget about the time period and really put it into modern time or something and then it's like more normal to well, have it. like because nowadays maybe it is normal to have that leap blood line for example but back then it's maybe not i don't know they're making it modern yeah uh, like this, the the this specter, they're they're using the most high tech stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it is a mix of that. These, yeah. these cars that are yeah uh, totally computerized. Mm -hmm. That's also a bond. I mean, if you go back, um, James Bond is always a little ahead of of the time in which it's it's, it's being made. I'm talking mm -hmm. about the movies now. Yeah. Um, like the technology used, eh, like the you know the the, the cupboard that's open up and mm. are showing these these ultrasonic the the, the, the inventions of Q in general. Mm. They're always I mean yeah. they're not existing yet, but they will be um, invented. That they're, they're they're working on it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. At, in 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 the time in which the movie is. Um, coming out in the yeah it's, yeah yeah exactly it's reflects on what we would like to see yeah. in the future or something like so this and indeed and this is this is this makes Bond always in time mm -hmm. he's he's a, a nowadays person yeah um, although there is still this um, Cold War mm -hmm. thing around it um, like. When you when 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 somebody who has never heard of Bond hears the name Blofeld, it might take him back to Blofeld. What would it be? It it, it sounds bad, mm. like villain, mm. and and also it makes this, still this reflection. Um, uh, this uh, this um, reference mm. to um, yeah back in the days. Mm. In which these um, figures, these uh, leaders of, of of organizations or countries or mm. parties, were taking were taking over control and mm. uh, for me at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's really true what you say, and that in that sense, having uh, Idris Epic or Debris? Yeah. Idris Elba? Idris Elba. Uh, That's the one you're... Yeah, 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 yeah. The, the, the one candidate, the main mm. candidate, maybe the only candidate <laughs> for next Bond that I have heard of is totally logical and would fit. I don't... In that sense, I don't see no, why why would there be anything against it, It'd you be know? Because they can work it out. They, they just have to make it so. Yeah, yeah, they, So far, they, they really have all the freedom in a sense like they have all these restrictions 
But in the un- cinematic universe, they can just do whatever. They don't care. It would be really nice to have this guy. Yeah. And he would do it great. He's, he's got his charm. He's got his Britishness yeah. as well. He's got yeah, his and he's British, so it would be very nice. And he's international. Something mm. of importance for the producers. And, he, and his presence and his character and he's handsome and charming and he has all the characterizations of of that bond that could come there and i i believe him as an actor because you have to have a good actor like after daniel craig we have to expect him to be a good actor mm-hmm. yeah it has to of course it's the writing you have to have that solid base for that character and you have to have a good actor portraying it like yeah. that's the main thing we just straight to um, Moneypenny, right? Yeah, I was thinking, yeah, maybe we have to, to go into that. Yeah. Yeah. So well, Moneypenny is actually um, proving yeah. it's possible because Moneypenny, um, as well as James Bond, yeah. is like a fixed character. Mm-hmm. I mean, a, a, a character that's coming back always from the mm-hmm. very first until now. Um, and she used to be um, white yeah and it's always a she it's always a she yeah Um, which is not necessary as well if if you look at M yeah he changed gender yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) Um, but Moneypenny is still is still Miss Moneypenny and she's she's now um, well at least partly uh black mm-hmm. um, and she makes it when we were talking about uh, when I was talking about um, the relaunching of Bond needs a very strong Bond actor mm-hmm. um, of course apart from this Bond actor you need a very strong um, surrounding of actors mm-hmm. around Bond and that's another uh, very interesting, very successful um, implementation mm-hmm. by the new directors. Because if you ask me, um, Q, the technical one, yeah. the Money Penny, MM, the Judy Dench, and also now the Ralphians, mm-hmm. um, they're very, very strong actors, and I hope they will remain. Uh, as long as possible, they mm-hmm. they make Bond as a, a big success as well, and nobody ever asks these questions like, "Hey, but this this shouldn't be, this is weird." No, everybody's into into it, and and. Oh, you mean the audience? Yeah, the audience are into these characters. So yeah, I, well, I'm I'm just a little <laughs> part of the audience, but um. But I felt like that too. Like I I don't have any any ex- like um uh, what's the word uh, what's my word like i don't have anything against q i think he's he's a cool character great he he feels this very nice classical nerd character in in, in the films and he plays it well mm-hmm. it's fun and the m is judy Deppy, so uh, i don't remember her name the judy m Dench. Dench? Yeah, she's a great actor she does her part very good and um, Moneypenny is great character well written and she's a good actor and 
uh, even the other M. The, um, what was the guy's name? No, I totally forgot. Mallory. He, uh, the new M. What was the actor's name? Uh, Ralph. Ralph Fiennes. Yeah, he's a good actor always. Yeah, he's great actor. So all, all of them work really great. I don't know if I forgot somebody out of them. And I, and I liked even Inspector, for example. I liked that they were more connected suddenly. Into the, they were like a team. Yeah. Suddenly, like even M was like the. I would have wanted to see the female M being with a gun. Yeah. And you know stuff like that. Like it. It. He. She went off too too fast. You know. Now we had to see Ralph Fiennes becoming this commando. You know. Person. Uh-huh. Would have wanted to see Judy Depp uh, to uh, also kind of more in action. Yeah. Like. Uh, although she was, you know, in a way, action in the Skyfall, which is because she it, it was in the middle of the action scenes and stuff like that. So, like, we being had a pre- in a way. Being a premiere as well, because back in the days, M was usually just at the desk, yeah. in his, his chair, mm-hmm. and then later in her chair. Yeah, and she's, M is coming up and up. Yeah, Th- yeah, things yeah. change and, and, and that's okay. Um, um, I'm a fan of the classical ingredients, but um, to make it more modern and it, it they make it more more modern um, in order to make it more well attractive, mm. and that's working up. That's working quite quite good. Yeah. It's Trust you. Me. You really feel for the you. You every all the characters are kind of polished in a sense that you you like them and mm. you are kind of you know with them. You know, they are entertaining characters. Um, so there is another thing I want to um, talk about. Um, we were talking about Spectre. What is it about? Mm. What is the you know the the red line? Okay. And one of them is Spectre itself, the organization. Yeah. Um, and that's the, the line that's coming fr- uh, like in the whole four last movies, or let's say episodes, because... <laughs> yeah. um, but then there is also another thing, um, like the story, the, 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 the structure of the plot, Mm. It's all about MI5 getting together with MI6, am I right? Uh, It's the two organizations. Yeah, isn't like I I kind of completely missed that specific detail about there being MI5, maybe because of subtitles, because again, I don't have subtitles, so I had to listen to them and some bloodlines missed. But then after see, looking at MI6, I noticed that there is MI5, and that's like the internal intelligence. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe um, or something. The names doesn't matter. It's mm. it, it's two organizations. They're about to be become one. Yeah, it's the the surveillance. Yeah. Agency or something. It's M's organization going together with C's mm. organization. Mm. Organization of. C. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that that's like like the main plot in this in this story. It's Spectre, of course, um, wants to deal with Bond, who mm-hmm. is uh, always um, well 
like uh, pain the ass of, of all like the villain organization. Yeah. So they won't get rid of, of Bond. But apart from this, there is this other um, great greater plan of mm. Spectre, and Spectre is using its um, its other organizations like Quantum, for for, for instance. Mm. Um, and that's that's the um, the um, it's what I call I think the Nine Eyes. Ah. The Nine Eyes. Yeah. Being this um, intelligence agency worldwide, yeah. in which all the good countries, the good leaders, should uh, are about to unite mm -hmm. the like the, the main uh, all, all mm -hmm. the, the the worldwide intelligence organization more or less, yeah. like uh, cameras all over the world and all all combined into one big machine mm -hmm. database. Um, that is accessible by all the um, secret organizations, like yeah. intelligence agencies all over the world. Yeah. Um, it's about to get there. Yeah. Um, C is the one who is more or less making it mm -hmm. and forcing countries, uh, convincing countries for yeah, that's yeah. his task um, to have these nine eyes um, mm -hmm. thing. Um, and that I think is a very interesting um, thing because, and that's what I like about movies, and that's that's some kind of um, movies should do it. Um, it is criticize actual and nowadays situations and make people see how oh, be be careful. Um, because um, these kind of organizations become so big, so important, mm. have so much um, power mm. that if you don't use it correctly, like for instance, um, that's in the movie right now. Mm. At a certain moment, the 99's program is launched. Or is about to get launched. Yeah, there's a counter. Yeah, the counter is counting down. Okay, getting online. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> and Q has to stop it. Yeah. But the whole thing is because that—that's what actually the story is about. Uh, Spectre is the introduction of Spectre, like the reintroduction of Spectre in Bond. Mm. Um, for Bond in this time frame, it's new. Yeah. Um, but that's one thing. The main plot for somebody who is not who has not seen the previous movies, it's all about um, this nine 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 yeah. eyes program that's getting installed in the world. Yeah. So this um, from this one I don't know um, place, um, you could you can watch the whole world. You can predict everything, you can control everything, you yeah. can, um, um, well, it's really extreme, like yeah. M was all the time, like, you know, they're watching him all the time and like, you cannot be any more safe anywhere, you know, no. it's like big, big brother. Indeed, the, this is like, indeed, this is big brother. And I want to, I want to make some parallel. Yeah. Uh, 
C is like the main guy, the mm -hmm. one who is trying to get this on tracks. Mm -hmm. But um, in the end, spoiler again, it seems that he's um, working together with Spectre. He's almost working yeah. for Spectre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, Spectre will be in control yeah, in the end. Indeed. In order to, because Spectre stands for a long word, uh, like many words. Spectre it is. It was a, really funny. I looked yeah. it up and it's like special organization for terrorism, yeah, violence, yeah. and extortion. Like. Indeed. <laughs> Indeed. And contra espionage. Yeah, something like something that. Something like yeah. that. Um, <laughs> well, this, this, of course, these nine eyes is the ultimate weapon against the agencies. Yeah. It's, it's like controlling the controlling system. Mm -hmm. So that's, of course, that is like the, 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 the ultimate thing mm -hmm. uh, for a, uh, an organization like Spectre against. Yeah. So, and, but I was, I was, well, there was this detail uh, in the, in, there, were, there were two votings. First one was um, um, C, uh, make interesting, interesting um, thing. And we should do it, and all the world should should be part of it. Mm. And uh, let's combine all forces, all intelligence into one big thing. Mm. Um, let's vote. Who's who is uh, pro? Who's contra? Mm. So everybody was 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 okay with it, except for South Africa. Yeah, I think. Mm. Yeah. Um, maybe South Africa is something exceptional. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, we don't know. There were other people maybe also, but there was a specific image of South Africa being against. Yeah, yeah. indeed. Um, and then, um, all of a sudden it appeared to be... Because in the beginning was, I was... Why do they mention these terroristic attacks on Istanbul, I think? Mm -hmm. And on... Uh, there was this other... There was there were like two or three. Was it like Tunisia or something? Tunisia, indeed, yeah, in yeah. Tunisia. And then the the one following would be Mexico City. Yeah. In the stadium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like this this big thing, but but for me in the story it wasn't very clear. Why do they mention this? And then in the end, it seemed oh this was only to persuade uh, nations to be part of this program mm -hmm. because we don't have it under control mm -hmm. something like a big evil force is 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 um is well doing these things we don't know why but but mm -hmm. it it costs many lives but apparently it was all a setup yeah in order to and that's where where we come to uh nowadays um well, news, mm -hmm. because I want to um, rephrase something I heard today on the radio yeah. when we were preparing our uh, talk. talk here. Yeah. Um, it was it was about because very recently, right now, um, it's November yeah. 2015. There is this attack, this terroristic attack in Paris. Yeah. Um, and. This guy on the radio, this French guy, was talking about the three main um, like characteristics of 
slogan of France mm-hmm. being uh, égalité, fraternité, and um, liberté. Yeah. And he was he was saying this this thing. Um, so terroristic attack being also used in bond. Uh, yeah. There is this thing coming to coming well in parallel. Yeah, yeah. Um, and this French guy on the radio this morning said something. Yeah, and it seems French people, French population, um, are more or less okay in handing in some of their liberties, mm. liberté being less important. Mm. Uh, it's okay to take something away from the liberty mm. and having a little more control yeah, yeah. by the state mm-hmm. in order to have a safe France. Yeah. And it made me think mm. very much at this Nine Eyes program being installed mm. as a result of terroristic attacks. Yeah. As if France it was all a plan and they let it happen. Mm-hmm. Well, of course it's not true. Uh, let's hope it's not true. I don't want to have Who this. Who knows? Yeah, yeah indeed. <laughs> it might be. Well, if it was a movie, yeah. the Paris thing, or if they would make a movie out of it and I would make one more exciting, mm-hmm. this would be all a setup. Yeah. And maybe the terrorists were real and maybe they just let it. Because if they did, mm-hmm. this was the perfect excuse to make well to to have more control mm. to have uh, more spying on people on, on private emailing on private calls and on, yes. on uh, like cameras in the street these kind of things mm. I, and I like this mm. about movies especially the popular movies like James Bond that is um, watched by millions of people mm. to uh, give you this um, um, in the midst of the action and 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 the, the drinking martini and all these kind of uh, mm-hmm. nice things. Um, also to give you a warning, yeah, like yeah, oh, watch out because to be conscious about yeah. the threats and the danger of huh? that this kind of decision and that what this what it can lead to. Indeed, and yeah. safety is very is most important mm. in societies. And Europe has this feeling of safety, mm. but um, there are well, don't go too far yeah. by having and, and maintaining this safety. Yeah. Don't give all control to one organization or or, or several, um, because yeah, well, yeah, and it's it's funny. Like it's actually a very um, it's a popular trend nowadays actually to. It feels like uh, to have this kind of um, elements of surveillance in popular entertainment movies, like that we are kind of conscious of this. Like we want to. Uh, suddenly, I started to see on Facebook or somewhere more and more uh, references to George Orwell or to to one uh, book and all this Big Brother and um, militarizing com- government and everything. It's very nowadays in people's thoughts so um but i try to give my um one big opinion or subject team into the conversation that we haven't actually for weird reason haven't actually talked about at all in in 
this bond discussion, which has been the bond woman. Indeed. <laughs> and it's a very big part of this movie also. And it's also part of the ending. And it's a big spo- spoiler. I also want to hear your opinion about it. Mm-hmm. And I have also an opinion about it. Mm-hmm. Do I say first my opinion? Um, yes, please. Oh, no, 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 no. I'll, I'll be first because okay. I haven't thought of it. Yeah. So for me, it will be impro- impro- improvising. Um... First of all, we're talking about one woman, the Bond girl. Yeah, I, anything, you know. There are several. Yeah. Usually. Well, there is. There was like two yeah. in this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah. Okay. Um, let me talk about the. Um, well, let's say number one Bond girl. If there is a ranking, it's at least the girl that is also together with Daniel Craig on the uh, uh, the posters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the it's what's her name again? It's uh, Doctor Swan. Yeah, Doctor Swan. I don't. I really don't know. Madeline. What? Madeline. Madeline Swan. Yeah. Mm. Um, I like her as an actress. Mm. I like her. I liked her before uh, James Bond already, so I think it's a very good choice. Mm-hmm. She's French, um, hence the little um, accent mm-hmm. that I liked as well. Mm-hmm. It's very Bond girlish. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in the in the story, I like her because she's a very independent woman. Mm-hmm. She doesn't she doesn't let her well, Bond girls sometimes have the yeah the the habit to to fall in love with Bond so instantly so um, well it it they cannot do anything about it they just have to follow yeah um, well this Bond girl is not. It's uh, certainly not in the beginning. She's hard to get. Yeah. And that's something new as well. Mm-hmm. And she plays it in a very um, sophisticated, intelligent way. Mm. Um, uh, the s- screenwriters have um, given extra attention for her characteristics. Yeah. Um, that's all very nice and then to end my point of view <laughs> of uh, Bond the Bond the girl well because we're reaching the end of the story itself mm-hmm. as well um, the very last scene mm-hmm. is um, it seems as if the girl is taking over control in a way mm. it's not b- the girl following bond mm. but it's as if right now if we're going to the future it's bond mm. following the girl mm. beca- yeah. because um well it's it seems as if bond says again um goodbye 
to the espionage world yeah. and leaves it behind in a very literal way, yeah. turns his back yeah. and like a uh, Hollywood story, yeah. they, they lived happy <laughs> yeah. ever after. <laughs> yeah. Of course it won't be true, I hope it won't be true. But, but within uh, this movie, finally, yeah. you know, it took 24 movies to yeah. have a happy ending. <laughs> yeah, indeed as well, indeed. <laughs> And um, now I'm very curious about yeah. your well, idea. Well, um, did, uh, yeah, well, first of all, like, do you remember at which point did she actually f fall in for Bond? What was the moment when Swan actually started to like Bond? To like Bond? Like when, when she fell in love. It changes in L'America. The hotel. When they end up there, it's still a bit edgy. Yeah, it's very edgy. Like yeah. she's really like, I will kill you yeah. if you touch me. Like yeah. the edgiest it can get, you know. Yeah. Like she's really like, yeah. I don't want to have anything to do with. But I was very much in that moment. Like I know your, you know, position. Mm -hmm. Now I know, like, okay, you don't. It's as if um, she was still angry. And during the um, the visit in the hotel, she um, well she broke something inside her. Made the the, the change of uh, mood. Maybe it was the photos. Mm. Maybe it was um, the letting go of the anger she had towards um, Bond towards um, um, the negative feelings about her father yeah. uh, changing into, I don't know. Anyways, they leave the L'Americain mm -hmm. um, in a different way as they, as they entered it. Yeah. Yeah. So it, I think the answer on for you, your question is yeah, yeah, yeah maybe it was maybe around that it starts to and then after that it's the train yeah. scene yeah and then well for me it seems like um the a certain pattern like of of well, not, yeah sort of pattern kind of could start to be seen of like how in how how bond establish his um relation with women in this daniel craig movie so far it's like now I will start talking about a lot about the previous movies and the woman in all Danny Crick. Thing is that um, in the 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 moments in how Whisper in the first Casino Royale how they start to kind of the moments when they start to get more intimate or more emotional about each other is after uh, for me the very big scene is the sour scene after the violent attack that they have to fight in the stairway mm -hmm. and this really breaks Wesper down and then Bond comforts her and they, they, they experience something together that you know really brings them on to a very intimate yeah. level yeah. and this kind of you know makes them close yeah. like it, it's kind of a thing that also in other movies or stories that it, the action is used as a to, 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 to bring characters closer because of the, the violence and the, 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 the threat of life, you know, 
yeah. life-threatening situation, it really brings people closer. Yeah. Reminds me to the speech of Oberhauser. It's usually more or less the same quote. Ah, yeah? It's bad things that, in a way, make very nice things happen. Yeah, 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 yeah. it's very twisted in, yeah. a, in that sense. And also, like, um, in Quantum of Solas, I don't remember there being romance, but there is also a confront, com comforting, um, don't pronounce it correctly, like, there is a, uh, he, Pond gives comfort to the woman because he's hysterical after, you know, like, he saves her in the end mm -hmm. and he is not capable of, you know, um, solving his position and his situation. So, so they, I, I felt like that same moment, but I never, I never felt romance. But then you said that there is, you know, like this, she, she was a little bit into Bond and I feel like it, it, it was because in the first place, she wasn't really like she was many, she had her own attention, but because of violence again, or life threatening situation, they mm -hmm. get to go uh, closer. And then in Skyfall, uh, um, there wasn't really a romance in Skyfall. Uh, so there was the, 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 the Asian woman. I don't know. I don't know if she even was Asian or something. But yeah, I don't know what, in the how how could we specify her character? The the Shanghai woman. Yeah, yeah. The Shanghai woman. It's kind of an extra character. It wasn't a romance story. No, it wasn't about them because yeah, Bond uh, Bond is very cold. And then it's actually more like a. Like who is another Bond woman even in that film? Yeah, I was thinking about it. I cannot. And and just you know, don't think about it in a classical sense, but in a way, M was a woman, a very important woman in that film for Bond, and he, it is a Bond woman, but not in the same way as other women in the previous. It's not a Bond girl, yeah. but it is a woman who was very important. For that plot and for Bond, and it is it actually the first time I ever see Bond crying for somebody. Uh -huh. <laughs> like, well, okay, for Vesper also, in a sense, but uh -huh. very rarely. Uh, uh -huh. He's very professional. Maybe not even Vesper is like, <clears throat> you know, sucks his tears in. Yeah. Professional Bond, professional. <laughs> but with, with M, he, yeah. he cannot be. No. Uh, and uh, it is a mother relation in a different way and well that's not part of this it's not a romance story but in this spectra uh, again it's like the train scene when they fight against the beast it's a violent moment where she's forced to step and protect Bond with a gun and stuff like that but after that it becomes more and more closer they so, become so there is this life-threatening pattern of how yeah. Bond and woman kind of find each other and get emotional that's the point when they get closer. It just seems like that um, so far, which is very interesting uh, detail. But um, um, did you... Uh, yeah, I really want to know if you liked the ending of Spectre, how it ended. Did you... Were you like, nah, I'm, I don't really take this like Bond, you know, having this romantic happy ending uh, or that you didn't really believe their romance or stuff like where you like okay you were you were um, 
you 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 were what is the word again? I all the time lose my words. You were satisfied with spectre, where you satisfy with bonds emotional results. Well I'm not looking at the last scene because we're talking about the very last scene. Well how it ends. Yeah. You know, how how it resulted. Yeah. You know, like from the bridge and Yeah, the bridge and the crash and um, Blofeld getting uh, wounded and crawling. This, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, there you could you could look at it as this. Well, all of a sudden getting like top romantic mm. and um, but I'm I'm more like um, looking at it with another thing in my. M- um, this is also um, a fight between two brothers, mm. step brothers. Yeah. Um, and it's very obvious that Blofeld um, wants to make this very personal, and he wants Bond to suffer. Mm. Um, he can kill him. He doesn't. He. I think it's it's more important to make him um, bleed mm. and then um, as uh, the final like he wants Bond to bleed until he's dead yeah that's the idea mm. um, but Bond of course is well it's not that easy mm. and um, and in the end, he, he, he has got a choice. Uh, Blofeld is lying there, mm. vulnerable, cannot go anywhere, has no gun, has no nothing. Mm. He has no, cannot use his legs anymore. And Bond is on top of it. Mm. He's standing tall with his gun, pointing at this guy. Mm. Uh, Blofeld says, okay, end it, finish it, kill me, you get, you get the possibilities. Mm. And then, for me, that's how I look into Bond's head. Bond is like in this dilemma, okay, it would give me some satisfaction, mm. pleasure, killing him because he did these horrible things to me. A quantum of salad. Yeah, <laughs> it would, yeah, it would give him salad. Um, but then, he, he, I think he's also maybe... Um, He's, he's doubting, he's mm. got his dilemma, and all of a sudden he got this idea, hey, how can I hit him even more? Mm-hmm. If you know that um, Blofeld's idea is to make everything around Bond, um, like all the good things like love and woman and mm-hmm. disappear, vanish, mm-hmm. well, the best way to counter-strike this ID mm. for Bond is to spare him, to yeah. let him live yeah. and leave him with the ID that Bond will from now on be happy, mm. in love, with a beautiful girl <laughs> huh? and, and he's there lying and he will be in prison, that's the idea, mm. of course he won't stay there, but still. Mm. 
Um, and in this prison, he will think of and be a very bitter person yeah. and think of Bond. Oh, and he's there having uh, his family with his children, and yeah. and that that's the that. So of course, there's a romantic thing, and of course, Bond likes or loves Miss yeah. um, Swan. Mm-hmm. But um, apart from this, it, it is the best way to to give Blofeld a proper answer. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that's, that's a very interesting way of looking at it. And, and that's how it plays out. That's, it's really in his face, you know. Like yeah. You, you are defeated. You, everything you try to do for Bond is the opposite, you know. Now. Indeed. Now you, you fail in the most way. Yeah. And yeah, that's exactly, you know, true what you say. And, and, and they're making, again, um, like a base for a next movie. Right now, Blofeld is so... Yeah, angry yeah, and, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe and frustrated. And, yeah. and there is this one goal in his life, even more than before. There's this second thing that frustrates him. Maybe he learns from his mistakes. Oh, no. <laughs> Villains in Bond never learn. You just make the same mistake again. Oh, they, they get extra <laughs> villain. <laughs> extra yeah. arrogant, yeah. extra egoist. It's always, like, yeah, with villains, it's always the, the, the how they fail is their own flaws. They're always too egoistic, too arrogant. It's like the same defeat in a way, like they made a mistake or something, you know, like. Um, yeah, in that way, we got a very nice moral, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Evil doesn't pay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> very basic, simple. And love conquers the evil, yeah. in a sense. So it's very pure. Pure-hearted message. Um, yeah, before I, I, I've been withstanding my points or my my thing about that ending a lot, but I want to point out still just a little bit about because I want to mention it um, about the the woman Swan is that her character and the plot felt for me very weird or off because I don't really understood how she like Bond wanted to uh, find out more about Spectre mm-hmm. or something and I understood that she has some clues mm-hmm. she had he had to get to her mm-hmm. in order to get closer to Spectre mm-hmm. so uh, but he's she's not to be found so easily and father said uh, she's she's a good girl like she can uh, hide herself you know like I trust her he can get out of which in the end didn't really work out at all because that evil guy just got, got her but at that moment when 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 bond gets to the mountain and the, there's the therapy institution and uh, we come into the whole airplane um, chase scene and everything when the evil guy gets her and start escorting her away i was kind of thought confused of motivation at that point that um, why did they have to get her alive what is it to the evil guy at that point her character you know like because if if she's the the danger of her bond getting to her is to in order to get spectre then just kill her then you don't have that clue anymore 
you don't know what's Latin American, or maybe Bond will find out anyway because he's Bond. Mm. But you know, it, but that's I understood that that would be a simple motivation. Mm. But what was the motivation of getting her alive? Because it was really to get her alive. Like they were giving her a insulin shot in the car, which was clearly to just knock her off. Or if it was to kill her, you can find much more easier and simple way. Just mm. shoot her. Mm-hmm. You know, again. Um, but so and then in the end it was like to use her against Bond it was like a very improvised uh, plan in that sense because the girl yeah. was kind of a new person in mm-hmm. so it wasn't like from the past plan B yeah yeah so plan B okay uh, let's think of something uh-huh. let's just make this huge bomb thing in in a day or two <laughs> you know like uh, while I'm recovering from this this thing I will get Bond. This and cannot be. This cannot be the reason. But it, it yeah, that in the in the beginning it cannot be because at that point Bond and the girl didn't. There was no connection with no. them. He just wanted to. Pro- he had to protect her and also to learn about the clue. Mm. So all all throughout this time, it was very weird for me why to keep the bo- woman alive and why get her and I, I didn't understand her role was she was she part of the member of the organization no because she was hiding from them and then so for me it was kind of confusing and it didn't really fit no. how she kind of ended up into the story and what was her you know role in everything except in the end to be Bond's lover like the relationship between them no. and that was more important twist for the character between Bond and the girl, I can understand, but indeed you're right. The relationship between the girl and Spectre, and to keep her alive, to, to kill her, very obvious. Yeah. Because she knows things. Yeah, that, that would be logical. Yeah. Other, other than that, I didn't, I wouldn't come up with a good logic, and I didn't read anything from the movie. So I didn't, so this, the movie in general, that's why I'm very mixed, because in the movie there is some parts that just doesn't fit and they are like, I cannot totally enjoy or, or kind of, yeah, again, suspense of disbelief and get along with it, but just the direction and how, how like Skyfall is played much better, Casino Royale is played much better, uh, like Skyfall is, is not as good as Casino Royale, but, and it has its flaws. Uh, to you, to me, like I, I mean, my opinion, Skyfall is not. I, I wouldn't praise it as much as how people praise it. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's Casino Royale still better Bond film, and I like Golden Isle also a lot. Mm-hmm. Should see it again, but um, uh, just the way they, but you know, establish the plots and play with it, it just it kind of feels effortless. So they didn't like. Doesn't fit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's that's it. That's what I wanted to say about the woman. And then and now about the end. And my opinion: what happens in the end, and what's all this thing about Swan, and uh, what is the importance of the character and everything, which really is for me very very interesting uh, that they put effort into it, that they put detail into it, because um, after the Swan uh, enters. Uh, Bond's life and they together go to the headquarters. It's of course it's a kind of unlogical thing for Bond yeah, to yeah. do to go 
there anyway. Like for Bond, that it's logical. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Indie, <laughs> we're talking like normal <laughs> common sense. <Yeah. laughs> Protecting her while going to the, yeah. the headquarters without any plan. Or but she forces herself <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. in the adventure. It is explained. It is that character's decision. And within that universe, it is explained. Yeah. Yeah, so... Um, but in that third... There, the, the bad guy gets this great idea of showing the video of her father dying and it's a torture, emotional torture scene for them and they cannot handle it and it's very traumatic for the woman. And mm -hmm. so it's a great emotional scene, mm -hmm. could have played even better, like have it more connection, you know, the, into their relation, I don't know. Um, they could have, it's a lot of potential. Yeah. And then in the torture scene, he really like gets his master plans improvised like now I will defeat Bond in a very deep spiritual level. Now I will get into the core uh -huh. of how to defeat Bond. You don't kill Bond. You don't even torture him. Well, what you do in the most deepest level is you hit the core essence of what Bond is or in his way of how he explains it. And he explains it being the woman in Bond's life. The woman. Yeah, the woman. On that, after my torture, like, all you will not recognize any woman you have been with. And it's literally what he says in that scene. Yeah. And for me, that's very interesting that he has to point it out. And then he actually describes his whole torture, whole idea of why he's torturing him is to not recognize her anymore. That before he dies, Bond will not recognize his love towards Swan. Hmm. That was like the main thing of his psychopathic plan is like, I will get deep with this thing, you know. It's not anymore so simple to just, you know. Uh, so it's, and it's, it's just established, it's amplified in that moment. And then even more with that drama because it is going happening and it is actually more or less happened that we are tend to believe that there is this danger that he cannot recognize her anymore and then she gets it's a very dramatic moment and she gets to Bond and he's do you recognize me do you recognize me <laughs> and then Bond oh, 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 I, don't, I don't know uh, you know and then and then she says uh, crying out I love you, uh, I love you. And then it <gasps> brings Bond back. Uh, and that that fact that she loves him brought, her, brought him back and he can recognize her back. And it's like played out as a significant moment that, oh, he still recognizes her. So that's very important for the plot, apparently, uh -huh. for uh -huh. us to, to, to have this, this, this love present and that uh, it is established that he is still bond he's not he, that he hasn't lost his bond you know he hasn't lost that what he is he although the bad guy really tried to torture him to get that bond element out from him like like in yeah in Austin Powers for example they actually also played this out in the second movie by having Austin Powers mojo stolen <laughs> and then the so it's the all the all the what 
Austin Bars or Bond represents that male fantasy, that masculinity, that 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 hero is taken out and it's left without nothing. And this in this film, it's played out by the relation with the woman, the the love. Uh -huh. And it's very interesting that they they put so much emphasis in that. And then in the end, indeed the bridge scene, uh, which is a very also classical way. It's a very good uh, method of establishing a decision with the character that what is the development of the character onto the next step, which is the character has to choose between left or right. And it, he literally stands in the middle of between M and the girl, yeah. or, which are on the other end of the bridge. Yeah. And, and this is a symbolical choice for Bond as a character and for everything that he represents is because before that the woman uh, suddenly in the heat of the action says well I will not follow you anymore because you will never give up your job I just realized it yeah. in the middle of everything and I will now explain it to you and I don't want you to give it up for me I, uh, that's what she says yeah yeah, that's how I and also that he thinks that he cannot you know like it, it Bond lives for his job yeah. And he will never, he cannot give it up. And in that bridge scene, uh, he has to choose between his job or his love because he cannot have both. And this is a very crucial moment for the character of Bond because Bond, what is Bond? You know, is Bond, now we have to ask the question that is Bond his? Is he an agent fighting and being violent? Or is he the gentleman, gentleman who actually loves uh -huh. a woman uh -huh. and would do anything for, uh -huh. for her? Because it's always a struggle, in a way, in yeah. his movies, like how to balance this, this thing with the character. And, um, and it is also established like before with Wesper that now I realize that he actually did like the whole point of First, that it ended in Quantum of Solace, that he got his Solace mm -hmm. of the situation and he left Vesper behind. And after that, like in this movie, he looks at the cassette and he's like, yeah, I will not go back to that Vesper thing, whatever, mm. past. And, you know, and I, I do respect Bond as, you know, like when he, when the woman says in the middle of the action, like Swan in the Spectre, she says like, yeah, I will not follow you. and. I will just leave you here and sorry it's not going to work and Bond like takes it the most manliest you know whatever okay I'll just get back to my action you know <laughs> I respect him he doesn't like <laughs> I, give me a moment <laughs> I was just dumped by this woman you know, <laughs> and, you know like he's being the effective yes efficient. so that's how you take yeah. a dump you know that's yeah. how you take a, the end of a relationship you know mm. just get back to work deal with it you know that's how Bond does it so it's a it's a it's a great moment I think mm. but then we get into the most interesting element of this whole conclusion for me like the whole conclusion of Daniel Craig's woman and all this like because uh, I've been we've, we have been talking outside of this podcast about also the woman and uh, kind of how I see them um, it's not the main problem for me in Bond movies but I'm just interested about it because it's it's like in Casino Royale, it became the main theme. It's really the relation. 
and Inspectre, uh, how it ends, how the movie ends, like the last scene, like with the bridge, we he chooses the woman, the swan, he chooses the love, the relation. He actually uh, gives up his work, which is really extreme decision for Bond to do, because it really, you know, what will Bond be after that? We are not used to having this kind of form. We are not used to that because, like, we, we with with metal, we were watching the movie and we were both thinking, yeah, she's going to die. That's that's how it is because yeah, Bond yeah. cannot change. No. Bond will always yeah. be Bond. Yeah. And just the first moment when we see that Bond actually choose to leave it behind and choose to take the love, and she didn't die. Nothing so happened. First time. Not the first time. Even Daniel Craig chose for love in in Vesper, but Vesper died. She died, and that's the but the, the ending of. The but the audience was confronted, or Bond yeah, yeah, was yeah, yeah, confronted yeah, yeah. with the idea of leaving all the agency yeah, thing yeah, 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 behind yeah, yeah. and go for this but, normal life. But the Casino Royale, the whole point of Casino Royale as a movie is to establish Bond and to establish the Bond cold-hearted uh, agent is to have Vesper kill. And that's why we had to, in, within that story, we have to put him all the way of leave, him leaving agency, of writing designation. Uh, I, don't know, I don't know if that's how you say it, but like leaving the... Leave, leaving? Um, uh, and if you need a break, it's. I'll cover. Uh, um, I will try to make this very short. Uh, where was I? Uh, to, within that story, they had to uh, go the f- furthest to the point of him leaving the thing so that after that we could have a trauma and then establish the man that is left from this trauma and that's Bond. But in this movie, we see him actually leave off to that and we don't establish the result of it. Maybe in the next movie it, it will then be, but if as an independent movie, that's the ending of that story. Mm-hmm. We are tend to believe that he now left. Yeah. And it is actually like a, a confirmed, which we come into the after the bridge scene, into the last shot of the whole movie, which is the most important of this whole thing, is that he goes back to Q and we, he actually says like, oh, you're supposed to be gone, you don't know to. And he says, yes, I am. I am gone, but yeah. I had to come for one last thing, mm-hmm. which is the classical old Aston Martin, uh, which, in which he just rides off. And this is a fun joke, but actually it com- incorporates a massive amount of symbolism for the character. And this is my opinion, this is my theory, is that in that moment, because we, we see Bond leaving with the woman, we are being with the what Bond stands for as a character and as a symbol also. We are threatened of that symbolism because we uh, because before we have not been Bond has not been able to have a normal relationship or co- commitment. Uh, because of traumatic situations like Vesper dying and becoming double agent and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. 
and it is kind of symbolizing also like him being with other women and everything it symbolizes that sort of male fantasy and masculinity of the character being in control of his own life and choosing whatever he wants to do he's able to do all this stuff and him leaving that behind and going for one woman threatens all that that he uh he stands for what he stands for mm. as, as that character as the symbol and that um for me it was interesting that they had to show that last image of him getting the car why did they have to show that why was why couldn't it leave with another image or with just go with the woman this is what bond now chooses i think what the image means with the car it means to give comfort for the audience it to it means that bond goes back to get this car which uh uh which how it plays out is that he gets the car and he gets in and he feels so comfortable he really feels the seat and he's like yes i'm in my old car and this is the coolest car ever and i'm so happy that i have my car and the woman next to him is like it she's like part of that all you know she's like as badass as the car she's as badass as bond and they're like a symbiose for a moment in the car she's part of it all and she's uh with him and bond is in control he has his car he's on the steering wheel and he has had his masculinity with his car his control he's still bond and then he rides off so it establishes the fact that he has not lived behind what he stands for as a character but just with that symbolism of that car he uh he uh, uh keeps that those that masculinity of himself it's for me it's a very yeah. clear image of that and if, if we go even deeper because the car by itself is a symbolism but if we look at what kind of car it is it is that classic old James Bond car which means that they also bring in another level of symbolism by establishing that the old James Bond is not threatened the the this bond that we have now all that this result with Daniel Craig is that he's also you know he hasn't lost that magic of what bond stands for in general in the classic sense that he will be riding literally with that uh, that symbolism off into the next uh, adventure whatever it is and that's for me very interesting that they wanted to specify this in the end to have that car to have that image because we couldn't leave bond behind with just going after a woman because like how you said is that it as if the woman is in control or like that he goes after the woman mm -hmm. we had to establish that no bond is still in control yeah. of his relationship he's not going after a woman you know that they are both in the same car going off is as if we could see it like that yeah of course or that bond bond like if you or you could also think that then bond bond is in control that 
that because she's driving the car. Mm-hmm. But maybe that's unrelevant to to specify that. But it is very clear that they secure bond. Yeah. And have that image with uh, uh, instead of uh, like how you said to leave an image of a bond leaving his his symbolism behind and going off to after a woman. We couldn't have that because that would be false image of the bond yeah, yeah. character. Well, you could look at it as well like um, if it wasn't for the girl. Mm-hmm. Um, he would remain the same secret agent as he always has been. Yeah. But you can look at it two b- both ways. It was the girl persuading him um, mm-hmm. um, because she wanted to, mm-hmm. or unconsciously, unconscious. No, no. Yeah. Um, but but also it could be just Bond, who is. Who remains the? Uh, it's very bond to, well, it, to follow um, the at the moment uh, instinct, and the instinct of the moment at the end of of Spectre was maybe um, to be with the girl he yeah. loves. Yeah. So in from this point of view. It's still Bond who is just following his instincts, like yeah, like he always does. Yeah, yeah. And at this moment, he will be most happy or most satisfied in 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 accompanied by uh, by this uh, yeah uh, good-looking yeah. And I don't know how in the past, like. Uh, in some movies like um, From Russia Till Love or some other Bond movies that they, he, he has relation isn't he even married or something? Yeah, you yeah, see. So there is this, this this certain thing that he has certain relations and stuff like that and it could be interesting to see how they do with the very last Daniel Craig film because mm. everybody is it's kind of a, seems like a fact that there is going to be one last mm-hmm. and we cannot leave it like this and how are they going to play with it because mm-hmm. they could kill her off or they can just make them as a like a crazy team yeah. working together but would that be bondish because he has to you know because then he would have the same bond woman we cannot mm-hmm. have like a triangle drama or something that would be really weird to make it into yeah. that I, but maybe it could work or maybe it could I don't and, know and bond is is not afraid of experimenting he from time to time he tries something new and this this could be like this new try mm. and well I know I, I hope in the end it will be obvious that it's not possible mm. this is not the way Bond can rule can do his thing and mm. it's probably because um, out of his control the something will happen to the girl mm. probably um, but maybe the the beginning or most of the movie even or the next movie could be them joined as a team mm. it might be and me loving the old movies loving the whole bond thing wouldn't be um, 
uh, for me it would be something like something it might be something positive mm. something nice yeah something like a change in a good direction mm. yeah just to see what it would be mm. if there was somebody besides bond somebody to yeah back on. and i really think like i start to see a certain thema- thematical pattern in daniel craig's films with the bond uh, what they try to do with the character is a certain issue or question of masculinity that seems to be a very central theme in in his movie because um because in uh, skyfall being there is a very strong thematic uh, issue of motherhood um, him being like a child or something from of, of m and agency mm-hmm. um, and then uh, an inspector of course being uh, about the it's very clear the whole threat of masculinity in the end and the, by the relationship can we allow bond to have a relation and they this is their way of securing it like this kind of decision and then if you for example casino royale is extremely concerned of this masculinity uh, with uh, for example the maybe most most simplest straightforward uh, um, portrayal of this this being the final torture scene in the end of the movie where he's stripped naked and then literally Mm -hmm. being tortured against his masculinity so how how straightforward can you get Uh into to talk about this and um i don't know about quantum of solace i don't even know if there is any (laughs) of of in it but it seems to for me at least in this Maybe it's an all Bond movie. It's it's a certain you know uh, interesting thing to look at. For example, uh, in Golden Knight there is also uh, very interesting um, the the method of how the one of the main villains, the woman, uh, one of her abilities or methods of uh, fighting against Bond is extremely straightforward. Also against Bond's masculinity. And uh, I don't know. I don't. No, if I have to talk more detail about it, I think anybody who's seen it yeah. or will see it, they will understand what I mean. Is yeah, I do. And I, I kind of like that because it hits Bond very direct into what Bond is and threatens Bond for yeah. that. So there's always like some kind of, it always plays with that masculinity level. Yeah, right? true. That, that, what, that, that, it, that it is a male fantasy. I do remember this one torture scene as well, in which... Um, it's his laser ray. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's going what I was between thinking. Between the legs, yeah, going up yeah. and up and up. Yeah. And it stops right just in time. Exactly. Go, yeah, it's crazy how much there is just about that yeah, in these movies. Well, he's one of the most masculine guys I know. Yeah, exactly. So it's, it's and uh, as a man, you look at all those things like, ooh, oh, ah, oh, ooh. It, it hits all the male audience yeah, straight uh, uh, into the nuggets. Because uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> you are like, no, I don't. Oh, it's horrible. Stuff like but yeah, ending it, this whole conversation, like as a tradition, it has come to be a little bit is to ask how many points you would give. Oh, I, I don't know your, how many, like, I have one to ten. 
scale, not just yeah. choose like where would I place movie. And okay. Maybe you have like five stars. You have thumbs up, thumbs down. Okay. Anything five? I give it five uh, cues or something. I don't okay. know what kind of <laughs> scale. Yeah. I'm gonna do it uh, more um, simple scale, one to ten. Um, included is my uh, fondness of blond and the nostalgic element. It brings me back to the very first Bond movies. Mm -hmm. There is Bond movies I saw. I do remember it when I was like 10 years old and it was summertime and it was this um, summer movie on television. Yeah, yeah. A cheap option of not too recent. It's all these things coming back. Uh, Bond gives me a good feeling. Um, Bond can, uh, a Bond movie can, can therefore be something um, well, a lot can go wrong. They can mess up big time. Yeah. Because I love it so much. Yeah. But then again, and um, the way Daniel Craig is um, playing his character, he does it really well. Mm -hmm. So um, everything included. Give it a seven and a half. Wow. Yeah. And I think it's quite a, quite, quite a good score. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's very positive. Uh, it's quite really, considering from one to ten, it's quite high. Uh, it's pretty. Yeah. yeah. It's it's more than just a movie. Mm. It's. Yeah, the, the hard thing about Bond yeah. movies. It's very hard to value evaluate one Bond movie because there's so, there's so much linked and it's so. So how much you like it, yeah. and because it's really I feel like you have to like Bond also a little bit, you know. Like for example, I I never that much relate myself to Bond. It's like it's wrong type of hero for me. Like I don't fantasize being Bond. Like I do. Yeah, yeah, but <laughs> it's totally normal. Like I have my fantasy heroes yeah. that you don't necessarily care for, and it's not that you don't like it, but it's just not for you. Like. Yeah. It's totally normal, so it's harder for me to get into it so much, like to to, to feel like yeah, Bond. Uh, I I look at it more like an action film, mm -hmm. and how much just a simple independent action film can give me, mm -hmm. and like um, of course I have to like the uh, character and Daniel Craig does a really great job, and I love Casino Royale. It's a great movie. And Skyfall was also the atmosphere and style of the movie is excellent. It looks amazing, and the action scenes are really well played out. And Inspector, I was a little bit more disappointed in the visual. It was grand stuff, but it didn't. Look, it, it it didn't look as good as I I was expecting because there was so high cost and stuff, but. Mm. Um, yeah, places look great and everything, but the, the action and the the atmosphere wasn't right. Mm -hmm. The atmosphere, like the room in the meeting, felt great. Every good set, set up and everything, but things to follow and everything, it just was a little bit off once in a while. Mm -hmm. And it didn't, Skyfall more or less kind of kept that 
good base, mm. good energy, good atmosphere, the right tone. Casino Royale also, but it, this was more kind of lost its touch sometimes, so it didn't. So, so I think uh, maybe I could give it maybe uh, six or seven out of ten. Okay, but it's still positive. Yeah, it's still above average movie it's not just something they put a lot of effort into it there's good nice things good visual elements uh, I like the beginning Mexican scene and uh, like I didn't like so, so much all the action scenes in it but um, there was good things to watch in it so it's entertaining in that sense. Yeah. So Okay, I but I think six, seven from you, seven hour by me. Taking into account that I'm having this extra well past thing, nostalgic thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And for me it's like I'm in the middle, but more on the positive side. Okay. I don't know how much I, I really feel like maybe you have to be more bond fan to really more appreciate it, mm. uh, all the nuances and details and mm. stuff like that. And so, I maybe I will just as an act, independent action film. I don't know if I like it so much than other mm. independent action films, but just as a bond film, I'm, I was you know it wasn't that bad, you know, like I didn't uh, there was bad things about it, but. I'm in the middle of not knowing, uh, but I tend to go more positive. I don't want to be too critical on it in the end. Like laughing about the villains and all that stuff, like who cares, you know, like it's a movie, you know, get over it, just enjoy, you know. Like, it's, all right. Yeah, I think that's it. Thanks. Cool. Thanks for the discussion. Thanks for inviting me. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, maybe we will hope to one day maybe do another one. Yeah. It just have to be a right move. Let's say bond. The next bond. Next bond. Sure. <laughs> yeah. All right. See you then. See you then. <laughs> <laughs> bye bye. Yeah.